Welcome to your freshman year at the Tragedy Academy, where you are the teacher and we are the students. And together, we will learn from past tragedy to lay the foundation for a better humanity. The only supplies you'll need, an open mind and a sense of humor. So, tilt that chair back, talk out a turn, and never raise your hand. Because this is the Tragedy Academy, and class is in session. Now, I'm Scholar. Welcome to the Tragedy Academy, a show created to bridge societal divides in a judgment-free zone using candor and humor. My name is Jay, and today I am joined by Mike Barker, the entertainment guru. How you doing today, Mike? I'm good, Jay. How are you, brother? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to have you on, my man. I, I'm, I'm super excited about this. I gotta, I gotta fix my stuff. I can't even see correctly. I'm looking up in the stars. <laughs> This is hey. it says tragedy in the name. We get away with so much stuff because, they, you know, it's already there. It's built into it. Right, that's right, they expect that's some right. accidents, right? Easy so, the time. Mike, you, uh, this this list, this list is is, I mean, so many, so many stars that you've worked with. I mean, we're looking at, you know, Cardi B. We're looking at Beyonce, Janet Jackson, for God's sake. Yes. You yeah. know, that's, see, I've got to, I got to pick out the names in here that, that resonate with my nineties self, um, you know, cause that's, Same that's way. my heydays. That's my so day when I, when I see that you're, uh, you're, you're talking to Usher and Larry King, he was my favorite. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love Larry King. <laughs> but, but he's a baller, man. He, he, he marched to the beat of his own drum. Definitely inspiring. Definitely inspiration. That's, I mean, that's 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 a resume, man. And and Thank you, why why don't you tell us uh, what you do um, and how you came you came in contact with all these people and what it does for you? Absolutely. I started at the age of nineteen. I was going to Long Beach State University. As just I got there from San Diego. I was born and raised in San Diego, and I was just uh, going to school. And I I had the idea of wanting to be a high school counselor. And uh, one day I was getting uh, drunk at a sorority house and I'm hanging with a good friend of mine, Chantel Latini. And she said, Hey, you want to work the Grammy awards next week? And that was in 06. And things just kind of took off from there. And I started as a talent uh, escort for Crutchy entertainment. And that led me to end up being a talent relations and production manager for Crutchy entertainment and been working with him for 15 years on and off, you know, still doing my own gigs and other side work as well, you know, but primarily my time with him was uh, producing events, for award shows like American Music Awards and BET and Grammys and billboards. And you know, that led to me doing more freelance work with CoStar Entertainment, which led to charity events as well. Um, even the LAPD at one point was doing a charity event, you know, and uh, with Lupus LA as well, you know. So um, that allowed me to interact and mingle with a lot of stars in terms of booking their media interviews and booking all their press interviews and red carpet uh production as well with them and so um you know once you kind of build those relationships with those artists they keep coming back to your events and uh, especially if their their projects are getting covered properly and they're enjoying their time and you know everything's professional and on point with our events which we always were with crutch entertainment and so that's just 15 years of that man you know and uh, and i'm very very blessed very blessed you know and so that led me to get into movie licensing you know in addition to doing freelance work with crutch entertainment i'm also an account manager and senior licensing rep for motion picture licensing corporation so you know that's why i feel like i can call myself the entertainment guru because i've touched every part of the industry man you know what i mean so 
I've been that hustler, that front line, doing that grunt work. I've been yeah, that account manager. Not. I want to. I want to preface this. That's entertainment, not ear, nose, and throat. I just want to put that <laughs> <No>. out there. <laughs> no, I ain't that baller. <laughs> the ear, nose, and throat guru. No, um. I think about that, dude. But um, no, nah, uh. But yeah, no, man, and and I have to, I have to, you know, sometimes you want to be modest. Now, sometimes I always want to be modest. I'm always humble. I'm always grateful. But sometimes, you know, you really got to pat yourself in the back and smack your own ass and be like, dude, I did this. I deserve these accolades. I deserve the roses. If people aren't going to give you the roses, you got to give the roses to yourself sometimes, bro. And um, but I'm also happy to have the support and and the people who really believed in me and, and see the work. So. Yeah, I would, I would, I would add on to that that um, if you don't give yourself roses, then whatever you're giving away isn't a rose. That's for damn sure. Right. Because if you don't right. take care of yourself first, you're no good to anybody else. So true. It's just, yeah, we don't take care of ourselves enough, and we don't uh, practice gratitude. And I, I mean, I yeah. myself, I didn't. Gratitude is 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 a key or a gateway to understanding, you know, other people and empathy. Uh, because yeah, you you know, too too many times we uh, we we sit and. Uh, we don't, we don't look at other people's experiences. We don't look, we don't have empathy. We don't try to understand other people, but that's mm. for another day. Well, no, the We're here right to talk now, about that's you. narcissism. Okay. That's what that is. That's extreme level of narcissism, borderline personality disorder. That's what that sounds like. So say again, <laughs> it's, it's uh, that's extreme narcissism. Your lack of empathy. Anybody's lack of empathy is extreme narcissism, borderline personality disorder. You're, 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 you're right on. It's all a mental illness. Um, yep. everything's a mental illness. Everybody listening to the show knows that I say that everybody's got a mental illness. Yes. I think that, uh, they, that our brain is actually, those are all symptoms. They're symptoms yes. of the brain being trapped in a cage and those are popping out because we're in a land of what you're describing. And, and I, I, I'm super excited to talk about your book. Um, the, uh, go ahead and tell us what the book title is. Four strategies to personal branding and marketing yourself. Yes. Best selling book. Sorry, I did not preface that correctly. And, you know, I, I, I like that uh, it talks, you talk about how you bring together a branding capability to somebody. But outside of that, before we talk about the book, I did want to say that um, I, I did see that you said pursue your dreams, right? Yeah. Dream career. Yeah. You said things like yeah. that. You didn't say things like what you want, what you think other people would want you to want, you know, or anything like that. I, I yeah. saw that you told people to, you gave them keys to a car to, to get through that career path. And, uh, and, and I like that. I like that, you. but they got to bring their own gas. If they don't bring their gas, the Absolutely. car ain't going to move. And that gas is your skills. That gas is whatever you learn in school or at that internship. That gas is your resources and networking. You know what I mean? Or your mentor. You know what I mean? That's what that gas is. You know, absolutely, bro. Because a lot of people don't understand that, you know, in this business, sometimes things are going to get handed to you and fall in your lap. But majority of the time, it's not going to be like that, you know? And sometimes it's as easy as having reputable companies on your resume. That's when people started taking me seriously. When people saw Universal Music Group and iHeartMedia and Grammy Recording Academy, they said, oh, well, if he could represent these brands, then he could represent our brand too, you know? So. Yeah, I, I totally understand. It's, um, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, in order to, to operate in society, you have to almost have two different uh, arenas. Um, and it depends on your mindset and how you approach it because everybody's got a brand. You call it a brand. Um, I call it, say, a mask. And, and that's not an insulting way. That's, that's 
everybody is required to have one in order to operate in society now. And it's a matter of what you put on your mask. You have to be able to put it, put the right things on there. You have to wear them with pride and you have to be able to uh, represent yourself in any environment. And that requires, like you said in the beginning, follow your dream career. Dream career means that you're being yourself, you're being authentic and you're going for your, you know, what you're trying to do. If you don't have that intent, ain't going to happen. And, and and the thing about it is, you know, you're going to have dreams at 19, you're going to have dreams at 29, you're going to have dreams at 39. Like the goal reaching never stops. It, it's always ever changing. You know, when I finally got my bachelor's and I was working in entertainment, you know, having a degree, you know what I mean? For an official company, because right after I graduated, I was um, a marketing I manager. Love the quotes, by the way, I love the quotes, Thanks. the air quotes. As for those of you who didn't hear it, he said degree with air quotes. I want to come back to that. I like that. <laughs> right, you know, and it's because you're thinking like, okay, well, that's all I needed. And now I'm here and now I, I can live my dreams. And it's like, okay, no, it never stops, you know? And so what happened was right after I graduated, I was fortunate to get a marketing manager position representing uh, American Express and Universal Studios Hollywood partnership. So I did marketing like that. I never thought I would be that guy. Oh, it is? Okay, wow. yeah. You know, I mean, you know what's so, so funny is we had an office out there as well. Yeah, you so. did. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Mm -hmm. See, I, I'll point it out. You did know you would do that. Because if you didn't, mm -hmm. you would not be here in this position right now. That is fact. There is no way you could do it because in order to accomplish anything that you've got written in this book, you have to fake it until you make it. No matter what, you have got to eat, sleep, and breathe who you want to be. Now, yeah. the, the true question is whether or not it's the real you. Right. There's different versions of you, man, you know, and sometimes you don't know what the real you is until you get put in a scenario of like, can I handle this? Can I not handle this? Do I like this? What are the advantages or disadvantages of putting on that mask? You know, because sometimes you got to take that mask off and be the raw authentic self to get down to exactly what you really, really want deep down inside. Is it about money? Is it about survival? Is it about taking care of your kids? Is it about living in Miami? What What is it about for you? And that's my whole first chapter is finding your purpose. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter if your purpose is some surface level BS or it doesn't matter if it's the most significant thing. You know what I mean? It's whatever your purpose is, you know? Whatever you were put on the earth to do, whatever wakes yeah. you up in the morning and is the most important thing, not the job, not anything else, shape yeah. your life around that. Don't, don't shape yourself around something. It just doesn't work. You have to you have to be yourself in order to go through these steps. You're right. And and that's what people have to realize is is even if you don't necessarily have all the resources to make your product or event look A-list, that's what it needs to resonate at some point. You know, like the professionalism, the A-list of it. And that's why I'm always inspired by A-list artists. You know what I mean? Like I'm still inspired by Janet and her marketing tactics and how she marketed the Janet album. I marketed the control album. I mean, I don't know if people kind of caught this, but the cover of my book is very inspired by the cover of the Janet Jackson's control album. You know what I mean? Control Absolutely. Man. Song. Absolutely. And those, so and those albums, the release of those albums, inspired yeah, you? the marketing, what, what, the success, what about her inspired you? because it's not just the cover. Um, it was really about the success behind her projects. Her project rollout was always the most professional her project rollout was always strategic and structured. She never once once Janet had decided that a project was going to be released, like it didn't stop. 
You know what I mean? The promotion train did not stop and it became very organized all the time. So you very started with the Control album and Relation and Janet and and um, the, the Velvet Rope album. You know what I mean? It was mainstream marketing always covering her. It was always... Um, always organized to me, always A-list to me. That's what I loved about it, always polished, you know? And, and that's how I wanted it to be in terms of the, the graphics and the work and how the work looked and the videos, obviously. And, you know, and it was never biting off anybody's style. It was always very authentic as well. You know, it always found a way to resonate and to, um, and to be relatable to a mainstream market, you know? And, and that's what it was always about for me. I just, I always wanted my work to be very A-list. I've only been exposed to mainstream and A-list work. And so my individual project had to be like that as well. If if that's, you know, and, and here's the thing. If, if that is what gets you out of bed in the morning and that is who you want to be, then I, I, I wholeheartedly believe you should. Um, I want to ask you a question, though. In the beginning, you said that you wanted to be a guidance counselor. Yeah. You did. And you're not. No. Why did you want to be a guidance counselor? Um, because I always looked up to my guidance counselors. You know, when I was in high school, I had a counselor who um, tried to talk me out of going to college and tried to talk me into going to the army and, and going to a junior college. And I was like, well, I'm way better than Whoa, that. You had like you know, the worst counselor, counselor that was like, on the planet. Oh, my gosh. Like, well, if I would say her name, I'd fuck her for over. Right. But she was doing that to a lot of the black students, you know, and didn't want to put me in AP classes or honor classes. And I was like, mm -mm, I was way too smart for that. So I found the counselor, biracial black woman, black and white woman that was like, no, I'm going to get you in these AP classes and you're going to be successful. And we're going to get you on the track to a four year college university. And so Kim Rodan, high school counselor, was amazing, inspired me. And I just knew I always could be an inspiration to other African-American students as well. So I thought I was going to do that. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I like to, I like to look at things and see where they start and where they end. Um, because often I, I've, I've found a lot of times that, uh, that, that everything comes back full circle and mm. I, I see you started out wanting to be a guidance counselor, right? And, and I see that. And then you explain, you know, uh, you've said, uh, we've said a lot of names, but they weren't your name, right? There were other right. people's names so yeah. coming through this and, and, I see now you're doing charities, you're yeah, doing, yeah. you're doing speaking engagements, oh, you're yeah. doing all these things. And Absolute I would circle. argue that the vast majority of what you've done was simply a preparation and a tool to be able to give back. Thank you for bringing that full circle with me, man. And it didn't, it didn't hit, it didn't click to me, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, Student outreach is still something very important to me. You know, it is. And um, I love talking to kids. I love talking to the students. I love inspiring them. I love giving them advice. You know what I mean? And and, and I, I had a friend that passed away, Carlos, 2018. Um, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you, brother. Um, and it inspired me to start a scholarship, you know? And uh, so I think we're on our third or fourth award this year now. We'll be giving out over $500, you know, people donating. It's, it's funny. I can't my uh th this this show um actually kicked off after i lost a friend to suicide um, oh, i was supposed to see him uh, a week earlier but he canceled because he was doing something and um it really resonated with me it made me stop and start looking at things and um first thing i thought was why didn't uh why didn't my friends know my friend mm. 
in this day and age, we're everywhere. We don't take into account that our friends aren't necessarily in the same groups. It's not the same circle. And we're not allowing our friends to help our friends. So the first thing I did was I was like, you know what? If I wasn't available or he wasn't comfortable for some reason to tell me, God, he would have been comfortable telling so many different friends that I have because they've passed my screen test. They, they, I, they're, they're, they're not in that group for being anything but decent human beings, you know, and, and yeah. I feel for you. And that's, and, and I think I, I read that, uh, that he was a veteran too. Yes. Air force. Yep. Air force, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an army veteran. So I, I, oh, I, I encourage, I encourage all of you to go out and support this, uh, this scholarship. My, uh, my friend, uh, Garrett, he was, uh, he was a Marine for a while. Um, and, uh, we actually, I wrote part of the, uh, for, part of the bio, um, for his scholarship at the school he oh. went to out in Washington. Oh, he put me on my head, you know, and I, I actually thank him often, often thank him for setting the wheels in motion because yeah. you obviously didn't, um, you, you, you talk about the, the struggle being a young black man in, in a, in a, a white school system. I mean, let's, yeah. it's, it was, it was made for white people. It was designed by white people. It is a white school system. Right, and right. You're in there and you want to help your childhood. You absolutely, man. And, and the thing about it too, is like, you know, when you're coming up, you know, I grew up in San Diego, so there was majority white people around me. It was, I didn't look at it like that. I look, I was like, oh, I'm just diverse. I'm around a lot of different races. You know what I mean? And you don't notice it until you go to college and then there are only 9% of the full-time enrollment at Cal State Long Beach. When I was there, it was only African-American. You know what I mean? And so when you get excited about seeing a black student and saying hi to another black student, it's like, okay, you know, bro, you got the white students telling you, oh, you're a token. It's okay. Like, no, it's not okay. You know what I mean? I'm not a token. I'm more than a token, you know? And you didn't realize that. And the older you get, the more you wake up and the more you're aware, you know what I mean? But you don't get angry about it. You use it to your advantage and you use it to be a better person. Yeah, we, we, we can only be the sum of our experiences, uh, you know, at any given time. And if we don't, uh, well, actually, if we're going to talk gratitude from earlier, I would say gratitude is what you have to practice in order to get yes, through this. Absolutely. It, it's, it's the key. Yep. Yep. You're not going to be, a, you, you know, the bad guy never wins in the end. I hate to say that. You know what I mean? You can walk around being the biggest asshole you want to all day long and thinking that's going to really make you powerful. But it's not, you know, you can't get bees without honey, you know? You know, a, a, you have to embrace the things that you've been through in your past. You got to be grateful for them. Yeah, you got to be Hell grateful yeah. for what you've, the good and the bad, the yeah, good and yeah. the bad. It just, it doesn't work any other way. Right. You, you hate, you hate the feeling of the struggle when you're going through the struggle, but when you make it out of that struggle, it's like, Oh, I'll never go through that crap again. I'll never go through that mess again. You know what I mean? Hell, I'm just getting out of like a five-year relationship engagement. And I was like, I'll never get over this. And now I'm just like, one day I wake up, I was like, Oh, I'm completely over this. Like, I can't believe I didn't have this mentality three years ago. You know what I mean? And I'll tell you this, I'll never go through that BS again. I see the red flags early now. <laughs> you, you know what? Um, it's, it's funny you say that. I think that anybody can see uh, the, the the red flags are are, are not necessarily, they've, they've always been there. And uh, just because you didn't see them before, it's because you were looking through them through like a fractured lens. If you, oh, everything that somebody thinks about you is you think they think about you is what you think of yourself. Yes. It's simply that they will find the flaw because they're simply doing it's a mirror. It's yeah. opposites. What I hate about me is actually, you know, what I hate about you and vice versa. Yes, and people yes, don't exactly. see it. 
And yeah. you know, you're not supposed to be with someone anyway, if that doesn't work that way. It's we, yeah. we've been taught by society, you know, and I don't, I'm not an advocate for divorce or anything like that. I love, I love long, long, long relationships. They make me, mm-hmm. they make me happy. They, they make mm-hmm. me want to celebrate. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, don't stay in a relationship that isn't working, you know, that isn't, you know, yeah. that is not compatible. Like if it gets to a certain degree or if you have kids or something, you know, okay, you gotta, you gotta start taking some things into consideration. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I mean, yes, I definitely played the fool, but I mean, that same type of, that same type of mentality you have to have with friendships as well. You know, like you can't have toxic friends around you too, you know, and I've had friends around me, um, that are very successful, that always inspired me. And I always look at that as a blessing. I was like, if God puts somebody in your life too, who's doing better than you or doing things that you want to do, like they're there so you can learn from them. You know what I mean? And when you have friends around you that are hating on your success, it's like they don't realize the, the blessing that God placed in their lives to be inspired by. You know what I mean? So don't hate, be inspired, you know? And, and it's unfortunate, it sucks. Because I don't like to say if some people are jealous, but... I mean, it's, it'd be like that. Well, you know what? Again, just like just like I was saying, it's an opposite. It's an opposite. See, uh, every time when somebody walks in front of someone and they have a a successful persona, the only reason why somebody is upset is not because they're jealous. It's because they're ashamed. They're ashamed because they're not willing to do what they should be personally inspired to do. They're not taking measures to, to, to grow in the path that they were destined to be. So they're not yeah. mad at you. They're not jealous yeah. of you. They want yeah. to be you. They want to yeah. emulate you, but they don't oh, know scary. it. It is yeah, not in their mind. They yeah. think that that's, that's, you know, you're doing something out of the order. It's easier to chop somebody down than it is to grow yourself. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. Every time. Mm-hmm. And once you tap into your own lane, you know, you won't be focused on the other noise around you. You know what I mean? Hello, academics, and welcome to the study hall. My name is Carl, your study hall monitor. That means everyone needs to read their book, shut up, and don't bother me. To follow Mike Barker, go to at Instagram, Mike Barker, E-N-T, Guru, G-U-R-U. Mike Barker has over 15 years of experience in the entertainment business. He's worked with such artists as Janet Jackson, Sierra, Usher, Michael B. Jordan, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, The Game, Larry King, Tito Ortiz, Tony Braxton, Jill Scott, and Gene Simmons. He has currently written a book that is on Amazon for Kindle Unlimited, titled Four Strategies to Personal Branding and Marketing Yourself, a Guide on Career Enhancement. So, you have your assignment. Now, back to class. I mean, I had a good friend of mine. I didn't think I was ever going to write a book. I knew I always wanted to write a book. And I went over three and four and five different subjects. I started maybe two books that didn't work out at all. You know what I mean? Um, But a good friend of mine, Jared Dent, started his own personal training service that was successful, started his own marketing service that was successful, and wrote a book. And I was like... Oh, dude, if Jerry could do it, I can do it. But I went to Jerry and I said, bro, how did you do it? And took notes. Like, that's what you're supposed to do to me as a professional. That's market research, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, want, you don't want to put your message that you honed over your entire life. Because, again, I'm going to point out that you're a guidance counselor in this book. Right. Yeah, at the end that. of the day, you I'll are a guidance that. counselor in this book. Oh, and you're I'll still talking that. to you're talking to to young Mike. You're telling yeah. young Mike, this is how you get here. You're telling yeah. young Mike yeah. to be Mike. 
And and that's yeah. that's what we do when we grow up in life. And once we make that realization, because uh, you pointed out a lot of things, you said nobody else's problems were your business. Yeah. Everything else I mean, goes I, away. You don't concern true. yourself with it. And you uh, too often we, uh, that's what we want to do. We need to involve ourselves with everybody else around us because we don't want to take stock in what is sitting here. We don't want to look inside. And it's not our fault either. You know, that's that's the problem because it's a learned behavior. You talk about, I grew up super poor. I mean, poor, like no refrigerator for some time, front door boarded shut, out in the middle of a field is where I grew up. And I needed that. I needed every single bit of that. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not gonna stand here and be able to recognize things and then have these conversations. Mm. You can't give back if you don't recognize what you know, what gifts you were given that Definitely. tasted like shit at the time. Absolutely like hot, hot, hot shit. You know, I, <laughs> like, I don't even know how to describe. There's some moments in life where you're like, God, but why, why? And that's <laughs> and that's so true, him. boy. That's so true. You know, and it's it's. You know, it's such a cliche statement to say you don't know what joy feels like until you have to struggle, but that shit's real, bro. And then on top of that, you know, God has to put you through humbling moments to make you open your eyes and realize, you know what I mean? And so there was a time I took advantage of getting scholarships and financial aid and blew the money on BS and wasn't going to class because now I'm working for the Grammy Awards and I'm 20 and I... uh, Right, you know what I mean? Like, hell yeah, I was in good. You don't know what the hell to do with money if you didn't grow up. Like, I didn't, I didn't even know what a credit score was, and I was in the army, just standing there, like, whoa, yeah. what's that? They're like, go. Oh, by the way, it's low because you already have a collections. It's a doctor bill. I'm like, and you're eight and a half. <laughs> Stop starting out negative. <laughs> Bruh, no, they okay. don't teach you that stuff. And I, I see, stuff, I see in Bruh. all of these, uh, these, you know, in the philanthropy or the I don't know how to philanthropic ways that you uh, that you try to approach society. And and I, again, I'm going to say uh, young Mike because um, I see you talking to young Mike, and um, you're, you're telling him, you know, congratulations, you finally fucking got here, dumbass. <laughs> right. Took you long because enough. <laughs> I'll argue you say that that you, we get all of these uh, obstacles in life and that we have to overcome them. And I would yeah. argue that we created every single one and that they were all I a mean, mental block because was, none right. of them even exist. Can't let me tell you, bro. Yep. Is a fix is fictitious. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Just as well as some, can. Exactly. Just Yes, just be you. Just be the best you can be you. Because we do put ourselves in these mazes, these fucking um, insane mazes, and, and go through the same crap over and over and over again as if like you didn't learn it the last three times. You know what I mean? And so, like I was saying, man, I, I took advantage of the wrong way sometimes in, in getting a bachelor's that came in, in Long Beach State and didn't take it seriously because I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in the entertainment business now. I don't, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And, and God had to humble me and say, oh, you you think you're good? Okay, well, you're going to be forced to take an ad leave right now because you're going to be a daddy. And now you messed up so bad, so you need to go to community college and make up these classes before they'll let you back into school. And you're going to have to pay for these two university courses on your own out of your own pocket. Like, you know what I mean? So when I went through all of that, then I go through a divorce. Then I go through my ex-wife was like, listen, I need you to have the baby. You're going to help. The, you're going to be a single father now. You know what I mean? You know, and watching my mother 
drive up from San Diego every weekend to get my kids. So my kid wasn't in daycare seven days a week, only five days a week and having split shifts. So I can go to class three days out of the week. You know what I mean, so it's that struggle was like, I know my strength now. You know what I mean? I went through all that. I can't, there's no way in hell I can't make it through anything else. You know what I mean? So, so would you say that those, uh, those walls never existed to you once you've re- once you figured it out, that there is, there isn't anything. So what, what I love about celebrities and which I, I will say that, um, I think that they get fucked when it comes to how they're treated or understood. I couldn't, yep. I wouldn't want to be a celebrity if no matter yep. how much you pay me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to be a celebrity because right, right, you will never be given empathy. Empathy no. is off the no. table because you remember I was describing earlier that person and how they're feeling about what you're doing. Yeah. Try to make it a giant mansion, Bentleys and everything else worth yep. of stuff that you're not doing to yourself. <gasps> That's a lot of hate on a grand scale. Hell yeah. And the artists that you and I watched growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s, you know, the, the level of pressure those artists have, they don't have that now the same way that artists like Demi Lovato have. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I hope I'm not getting too controversial when I say this, but I hate the fact that we have to watch Demi Lovato expose these dark spots of her life to promote an album. You know what I mean? Like that type of vulnerability is like needed now. If you don't have a story, if you don't have some type of headline, if you don't have something just like, can the woman heal personally without having to sell a project behind it? You know what I mean? That's how I feel. And that's how a lot of artists are now, bro. You gotta, you have to make yourself way too vulnerable sometimes to sell a project. And they don't even sell as much no more. That's what sucks too. So I, I'm, I'm going to give you a, uh, a, a converse thought to that, like the opposite side here. So okay. I, um, I would say that I have uh, my fair share of mental health issues and things like that, that, um, that I've stacked up over the years, just like everybody else. And I've found, found over time that part of healing those mental wounds and those core memories and those things that happen through you throughout life is to teach others Mm. and it's to Mm -hmm. walk others down the same Mm -hmm. path. And I always hear that celebrities or actors and things like that don't have the, they have no right. They have no right to have an opinion on how other people should feel. I mean, let's see here. Brad Pitt, who the fuck is he? He doesn't know about, you know, what empathy is or something like that. You know, any of these, uh, any of these people. And I would argue that celebrities do have a right and an opinion to how other people feel and have more empathy and a better platform with which to get it from, especially actors, because you have to be someone else. You have to stand in another person's shoes. I think everybody should be a method actor for a year or two because that's how you understand other people's feelings, what they've been through, their experiences. I can guarantee you that I have not experienced as many lives as some of our A-list actors have. Tom Hanks knows humans. He knows the human experience. He knows so many different ways. Jim Carrey does. You know, all these people that we've seen over time, they have played all these roles and they don't. The reason why they're iconic is because you believe them. And you know how you believe them? Because they practiced and learned and lived whatever that life was in order to get to that level. So guess what? They got fucking empathy. 
And they're also batshit crazy like the rest of us. Yep, absolutely, man. Definitely right. And it just, it does make me like, um, I don't know if I, I love music so much. I love the artist so much. It just makes me sad sometimes when they have to make themselves so vulnerable. It does make me sad, you know, it, it, because it didn't used to be like that in the industry. You know what, though? I, I, I'm going to try to help you with this uh, with this viewpoint a little bit because I, I, I feel like you deserve it. You know, that that freedom from feeling the way that uh, that that way for them. For those yeah. particular people, especially the Demi Lovato, for some reason she 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 strikes me. She 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 strikes a chord, and the only chord that she strikes to me is honesty. Yeah, right. And I can I can say that you know building the show is a journey, and that without without the show and without discussing mental health or you know societal divides or those things, then I was never going to heal myself. Oh, yeah. And I'm still healing every day, just yeah. like you are. Oh, yeah. The man. only reason why you're back doing this again is because you're healing. Yes. And it never stops, man. It never stops, bro. You know, and you at some point, you know, everybody, we all got issues, bro. And those issues all need to be fine tuned and ironed out if you really want to have a successful life. You know what I mean? And I had to go to therapy. I had I had to talk to somebody about my problems, bro. I always Ooh, go to therapy. Dude, it's, it, it was the most refreshing, relieving thing ever in your life because I was told at one point, like, you ramble, you talk too much. And my therapist is like, who cares? That you're allowed to ramble. You're allowed to talk. Be you. That's <laughs> right. who you are. Yeah, I was true. told the same thing as a kid. Don't you talk too much? Shut up. Children be seen and not heard. Whatever it might be. Oh, yeah, all yeah. those things. But look where I'm sitting now. Yes, right. And we want you to talk and ramble. Shit, you would <laughs> <Exactly>. never talk. <laughs> you would have Same it. If you exactly. Yes, you wouldn't man. be sitting in that chair if you weren't right. doing what you're doing. And part, yeah. I, I'm I'm just super grateful that you um you know that that you came on and and shared this with us and i've got so many so many uh you've got so many things that that you need to to get out there i want to hear all of your plugs make sure that everybody hears uh how to reach out to you especially to get this book in their hands um i i bought it myself i read it before we met Thank you, sir. Um, I support creators, artists, people that that do things with passion. I have so much more respect after building the show um, yeah, for what you. that entails. Because what what people don't see is that it's a labor of love. You don't get paid until it's done. Say that one more time. You don't get paid until it's done. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Everything's out of your pocket up front, bro. So it definitely exactly. has to be about a passion. Your time, yeah. your effort, yeah, your absolutely. stress, yeah. all those times that you were on your knees, yeah. oh, nobody man. was giving you a check. Not at all, bro. Not at all. But then they're mad at you when you do get it. Yeah, dude. I mean, and and I had my stressful times, bro. I was on my knees. Like, I didn't think December, I didn't think that I was going to finish the book, bro. And I was like, God, I just got a writer's block so bad. And I didn't know how to finish or focus or what do I go next? Am I even making sense? So, you know what I mean? You go through all these things and I had to just tap into my spirituality and was like, bro, believe in yourself and believe in your higher power and, and, and it's going to work. It's going to work itself out. You know what I mean? And Meditation. It, it saved my life. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Every single day. I, I I know the academics, listeners, they're out there just like, dude, I'm done. I'm done <laughs> with this meditation shit and authenticity because I hammer that shit all the time. I'm like, dude, because I didn't know. See, yeah. we talk about growing up, you know, uh, and we're we're back on topic here. But when you grow up with with struggles, you also grow up without an identity. Yes, you become so many different people. You, you do so many different roles, so many different things, and I feel like those people that come from struggle have more experience on the other end. 
simply because they had to be so many different things to get to that level. And that's Absolutely. the experience. Yeah. And it taps into your maturity and hopefully that maturity taps into your professionalism as well. That's why I had to tap into it because, you know, I wanted to lose my mind so many times, bro. I wanted to take the stress of my life and the stress that I was creating on myself and the stress of other people that was giving me and just wanted to take it to the office and go off on people. But you have to play the role of, I can't bring this bullshit into the office. I can't bring this bullshit into my career. I can't bring it because you can't, bro. You got to separate the two. And that's how life's always going to be, bro. You know, the stress of my life, I can't bring it into my child's life. You know what I mean? And so you have to think about that as a professional too, no matter what age you are, you're always going to be going through something, bro. You are. And it's, I had to at one point focus on emotional discipline. I was looking up YouTube videos on emotional discipline because I know I'm an emotional person, but how do I keep that under wraps? How do I find other ways to um, express this emotion or get this emotion out? Or how do I know how to suppress this emotion without wanting to still break down and cry? You know what I mean? So, so, so I, what I'm, I'm hearing is you went to therapy after you looked that up because you realized that that was not the method with which to, uh, it wasn't to stop it or control it. It was to get to the root and let it go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And and I had even got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to do Kudos to you for noticing, Thank recognizing, you. and you, walking that path. Because, dude, uh, our, I don't know. My community wasn't uh, all about let's go to therapy when I was a kid. It was, that was for, that was for people that were just batshit crazy, <laughs> weak, everything in between. Oh my God. If you went, thought about it, talked about it, it was, mm -hmm. it was over. When, oh, yeah. In all actuality, if you walk in any barbershop across the nation, there's therapy going on the entire time you're there. It just is therapy. Dude, I, know, I don't know. Why do we have that feeling? I mean, you get in that barber chair. That's the first thing you want to be like, bro, let me tell you what happened this week. Like, that's the first thing you <laughs> want to say. It's always that way. <laughs> because I feel like the barbershop, within reason, is a safe space. I feel like... You can you can speak more openly and have dark humor than you would in other uh, scenarios uh, because the barbershop teaches me that shit means nothing. Words mean nothing. They have zero, zero. Dude, if you could ha hand me a sack of words, hit me with a sack of words, hit me with some stress, throw some anxiety at me. I'm waiting. I got my glove. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it up in the air. You can't do any of it because nope. it doesn't fucking exist. Nope. Yep. It's You're all right. choices. Choices. Yep. Am I going to be stressed? Yes. I choose to be stressed because this guy yelled at me. Mm -hmm. well, that's stupid, ain't it? Right. Exactly. And and I had to learn that too, where I was like, everything ain't got to be a big deal. I ain't got to get my energy and everything, man. You know what I mean? You know, now everything needs a response, man. You know, like, you know, and, and once you tap into that, I used to be that person. I would let people just bring me down and just take on other people's stress all the time. And, and, I, and I had to just grow the fuck up at one point, bro. And just be like, I don't want this in my, in my heart, in my life. This is not doing anything for me at all. You know, like I take pride in not having a one gray hair yet at 36. I'll be damned if I'm going to let somebody got, else give me a gray hair. I got them in my beard, but not on my head. I got in my beard, but not on my head, dude. Hey. I, got all my, I shouldn't be saying shit like this because I know I'm going to jinx myself. Yeah, and I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm like, but yeah, no gray hairs and all of them are there. And I sneeze and I get a beard, so beards are okay. You can have some, <laughs> yeah, you can have cool, some gray yeah. in your beard. It, yeah. it, it's distinguished, right? Okay, um, that's whatever wisdom. That's what that is. Dudes, dudes, uh, societal viewpoints are super skewed, and women got screwed in that regard. Guys, 
we uh we we tend to age like wine in societal viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Looked yeah. at as if we're better looking when we get older, or we're more distinguished or sophisticated. And then for some reason, we like to say, "Oh, well, a woman's just old." Like, no, that's not no. Right, First of all, right. I argue that I don't want to have a conversation with anybody under the age of twenty-five unless they're awake. You know, unless they have some kind of clue, because behind that, you might as well just be talking to a doorknob because they're not <laughs> hearing anything you're fucking saying. Right. <laughs> and I they're, mean, just, they're just spouting shit off. They just they they, they they're like parrots. Parrots I mean, with bro. ADHD. Bro, I have no desire right. to hear that. I want a woman like my wife that knows who she is, yes. knows where she's from, doesn't put on a show and knows how to deal with me. Nobody on this planet under the age of 25 knows how to deal with me. Okay, they, don't know, they don't know how to do it themselves yet. That's the problem, okay? Like, <laughs> that's what it's about, too. And I had that rule. I was like, you know, I can't date younger than me. I've always been attracted to always older than me. You know what I mean? But now I'm, like, forcing myself to date a little younger because I got too old in the last relationship, you know? It's so, yeah, bro, it's, I'm, I'm in a crossroads. I just say abandon all the ages and okay. just wait for something. Right. Just wait for something. Something to follow. Don't put my an life. age on it. Don't put just like we wouldn't put a race on it. We shouldn't put age on it. Facts. I like that, bro. Facts. Absolutely, dude. That's discriminatory as well, right? <laughs> every every it is discriminatory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, bro. It's discriminatory. But you know, but that there's so many rabbit holes there. I'm gonna leave it at that because that's that that came out well. And I don't want anybody to misinterpret how I try to explain it later. I tend to stick my foot in my mouth then. <laughs> so dude. dude it has been so cool having you on Thank i you, love man. i love that expanded mind you have and how you're you. trying to give back and utilizing your book as as your method to communicate with people out there that's a huge that's a huge thing that's a that's a story that needs to be resonated amongst everybody um i i, I applaud you for it and Thank I appreciate you, you taking the time to come on give Absolutely. yourself some plugs let's talk about this charity um, you know, let us know where to, where to find the charity at, where they can donate. Um, so we can get some scholarships for some good kids in the name yes, of uh, Carlos. Yes, sir. Uh, go ahead, man. So what yes, we, all my, uh, information can be found on my website, barkerent.com. That's not for ear. That was in throat doctor, by the way. <laughs> God, man, you're going to hate me forever for this one, man. I know, I all love your that. friends are going to get you. Everybody's going to be on you. Yes, I'm going to get you on social media. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> this, this is just who I am. <laughs> I'm down. But no, yeah, barkerent.com. You can go to my Instagram, Mike Barker ENT Guru as well. And uh, my scholarship is the Carlos Raymer Foundation. You can donate on Cash App with uh, Carlos Raymer Fund. Make sure you put that dollar sign in the beginning. And my book, Four Strategies to Personal Branding and Marketing Yourself, A Guide on Career Enhancement. Best selling. Best selling. Say that again. You forgot best selling. You forgot to say best selling. Oh, yes. Number one new release bestseller. So grateful to God for <laughs> that one. It's so hard to self promote at the same time. Dude, you have so many things going on, bro. You, you forget. Well, on top of that, you know, it's as much as we need to put on that mask and make that persona to, to accomplish something, whatever our dream yeah. is, <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. I know I don't want to sound like a cocky asshole, right? And best exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be braggadocious. You yeah. don't want to be yeah. over the top. Right. But 
we we recognize this is a resume and this is a message. So Thank put that you, out sir. there, man. Yes. Um, and, and remember, give yourself roses first. That's right. Give yourself roses first. That's right, brother. Absolutely. Right. And I like Keep that. my book on Amazon. You guys, you know, talk about all my experiences with from Jenna Jackson to Beyonce to Kelly Rowland to Neo to Usher, Larry King, all my experiences. And uh, really find out how to build that brand and grow your brand and build that product and make yourself a better professional. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Realize that dream, that authentic you. That's right. Absolutely. Yes, right. sir. Thanks again, Mike, for coming on. And remember, academics, uh, be cool and keep learning. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hey, academics. Thanks for attending another class at the Tragedy Academy. You can show us some love by rating us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. On Amazon Alexa, ask to listen to the Tragedy Academy podcast. Please visit our website at thetragedyacademy.com, where you'll find past interviews and blogs on our homepage, and sign up for our newsletter, Spam with Extra Great. We're on Facebook at The Tragedy Academy Podcast, on Twitter at Tragedy underscore Academy, and on Instagram at The Tragedy Academy 2019, where we'll post recent shows, blog entries, and thoughts. Submit creative work and funny stories to us at our website or on social media. Thanks again for coming to class. And remember, be cool and keep learning. Jay, Eric, please report to detention again. What's up, academics? This is Jay. I'm here to talk to you about Into the AM. This is a clothing and apparel company that I came across last year that has the absolute coolest designs. And the reason why I was attracted to it is because I grew up without a lot of money, like many others, and had to shop on that outlet rack with the irregular items. Things like the fly was over four inches to the left or the right sleeve would be twice the size of the left. It looked like I was growing horizontally. Like, it's okay, honey. You'll grow into your left arm. So you really don't get a chance to express yourself the way that you want to. You go into life, you start putting on suits, you start putting on uniforms, and you realize you'd never had a chance to truly express yourself. Enter into the AM. A team of artists and creators who share a common vision. They see clothing as a canvas to express what drives you. Since 2012, they've developed premium apparel that elevates self-expression and provides unparalleled comfort for wherever your passions take you. Into the AM's passion for change is the driving force behind their brand. They remain committed to creating products that inspire and promote self-expression by partnering with like-minded organizations focused on giving back to communities in need. Last year, they donated 1% of all revenue from their graphic tees collection to the Art of Elysium charity. The Art of Elysium is an artist organization built on the idea that through service, art becomes a catalyst for social change. For over 24 years, the Art of Elysium has paired volunteer artists with communities to support individuals in the midst of difficult emotional life changes. They currently offer 110 community programs per month, serving over 30,000 individuals per year. The only permanent thing in life is change. Supporting charities dedicated to helping those going through these changes, trials, and tribulations require a never-ending commitment. The onus is on us as creators to affect change through our true, authentic talents, and Into the AM is the model of how this is done. Their clothes are handcrafted with care. They have a team of skilled artisans that craft each garment with the highest quality fabrics and eco-friendly inks. Not to mention, these things don't shrink, they don't fade, and they fit as if they were designed supernaturally. 
I'm stopped every time I wear one of the graphic tees to find out where I got it. The colors attract attention from miles, and the art is nothing short of spectacular, with designs for everyone. One of my personal favorites, Twilight Maiden. Go take a look. Into the AM does all of this while putting their money where their mouth is. 30-day money-back guarantee, lightning-fast shipping, and hassle-free returns. The deals are endless. Graphic tee bundles, discount promo codes. Get over there. Check it out. I'm highlighting the tees, but I'd be remiss to not mention that if you want to walk around in the absolute most comfortable shorts, joggers, and basic tees, hit up into the end. I even wear the basics to the gym. Head on over to the tragedyacademy.com, go to our sponsors tab, and follow the affiliate link to the Into the AM store. Help support Into the AM and the Tragedy Academy by purchasing the absolute best apparel and the best designs ever. And remember, academics, be cool and keep learning.